Hello, and welcome to the Sarah Zen Podcast. We're here to provide you with opportunities to ground and grow. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a Sarah's Ann podcast. We hope that everyone is listening as well and taking care of themselves because we know that that is very, very important. I am Gentle. And I'm Natalie. We are here with the best team, the prevention team. I'm just kidding, but we do love our jobs here at Sarah's Ann. And we're so, 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 so excited to have an episode talking about how we celebrated National Friendship Day. After a very different, difficult, crazy, rough, any of those words year, we realized that friendships may have grown and some have really been tested, but we still want to celebrate our friends. National Friendship Day occurs every year on the first Sunday of August. This year it was August 1st, and the whole purpose of this day is to celebrate the importance of loving platonic relationships. We want to celebrate our friends because friends was important during the pandemic. I know that even I had a I had some friendships tested. I still realized that like I needed those friends even through the computer screen. As you may know, the Sarah Zen Prevention Team starts our middle school curriculum teaching about healthy friendships to sixth graders. But we believe everybody could use a refresher on what healthy friendships look like and also how you can be a good friend to your friends. When discussing healthy friendships, we talk about the four keys to having a healthy friendship. A healthy friendship should have most, if not all of these qualities. The first one is trust, having someone that you can be yourself around and also having someone you can tell things with without worrying about what they're gonna think or if they're gonna tell other people. Next is support, having someone you can lean on when you need support, when you're having a hard or difficult day, but also someone who will celebrate your wins. We like to call our friends our personal hype men, people who will be there and celebrate with us. Next, we have communication. It's unrealistic to think that we aren't going to argue or have fights with our friends, but healthy communication is being able to speak kindly to each other, even when you disagree. Healthy communication can also look like making decisions together, like where you're going to eat or what you're going to do that evening. Lastly, we have boundaries. Boundaries are knowing what's okay with you and what's not okay with you in your friendships. Your friends should respect your physical, emotional, and verbal boundaries. For instance, Gentle and I are close friends and she knows that I don't really like hugs, but she really likes hugs. So if it's been a while that we've seen each other, she always asks me, hey, Natalie, can I give you a hug? Sometimes I say yes, sometimes I say no, but that is her respecting my physical boundaries. Some additional qualities that the staff at Sarah's Inn told us what they think are important in friendships are someone who is non-judgmental and also someone who is dependable. As you can imagine, sixth graders have a lot to say about friendships, relationships. Sixth graders have a lot to say about everything. But what we notice is that adults and sixth graders have similar thoughts, views, and opinions about friendships. So we thought it would be fun to ask the Sarah's and staff a few questions about friends and, you know, how they celebrate friends, how they may have to break up with friends, because we know that's a thing. Friendship breakups is a thing. So today on this podcast, you are going to hear 
Sarazan Staff's thoughts and opinions on friendships. Okay, today I have with me Miriam. Miriam works here at Sarah's Inn. I'm going to allow her some time to introduce herself. Hey, Miriam. Hi, Gentle. Thank you for that. Um, so my name is Miriam. As Gentle had mentioned, I'm the volunteer and in-kind coordinator at Sarah's Inn. Um, and basically, my role is managing the agency's non-monetary donations, along with um, supervising volunteers and doing everything that comes with volunteering. Sit. In other words, she is very, very important here at Sarah's Inn, and we love all that she do. But we got a question for you, Miriam. When making friends, what do you look for? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I would love to say that I look for someone who is non-judgmental, reliable, trustworthy. Um, but I will say most of the time it usually is just a vibe. Like I, you know, I think that you always have to go with your gut instincts, and I think we know what's best for us, but we may not trust our guts initially. Um, so I will say usually what I'm looking for is um, just kind of, you know, someone who I feel in my heart has um, just a good personality, good energy to them. Um, and that's how I usually will choose friends. And of course, if that doesn't work out in the long run, that's totally fine. Um, because sometimes you outgrow certain friendships and relationships. That is awesome that you mentioned it. So I have a question for you. When you're in position and you're, you're you now have a friend that you may be coming to some disagreements and you have realized how I have that friendships does not have to last forever. Tell me one way or something you do when breaking up with a friend. Wow. I, I think that's always harder. Like I think with, you know, um, intimate partners, it's might be easy. I don't know. I feel like sometimes that feels easier to end than it does feel with friendships. Um, I feel like you're with your friends for a very long time. And I think we sometimes forget how important those relationships are. Um, I'm personally not the best with confrontation. Um, I'm pretty, I'm bad at that. So I, that's something I am currently working on. Um, I will say sometimes with friends, like if I did have to end a friendship, um, I would just let them know the reasons and say like, look, this, it's not, you know, so like, let's say if they were a close friend, I would just make them an acquaintance. So maybe seeing them less, um, if that feels hard to like actually say, this is why I don't want to be friends anymore, like completely cutting them off, just slowly backing away. And then eventually um, it tends to just die out the relationship or the friendship. See, sixth graders, middle school students, high school, we as adults, we don't have all the same answers. And this kind of does show that we have a lot of similarities. Thank you so much, Miriam, for answering those two questions. We're going to have another Sarah Zen staff member coming up next, telling us a little bit about how they navigate friendships. Jessica. She's also an employee here at Sarah's and I'm going to also allow her to introduce herself. Hey, Jessica. Hello. Um, so I am an Austin community advocate here at Sarah's Inn. So I work in the Austin community in Chicago. Um, what I do is just a lot of outreach, talking to clients in the Chicago area, and then just kind of helping educate lots of people in wherever we need, I guess. 
Jessica is a very, very, very important advocate here at Sarah's Inn, and we really appreciate her work and also everyone in the Austin community appreciate what she does. So Jessica, you are here to talk about friendships, as you know. So here's my first question. When making friends, what do you look for? So I guess the first two things that I look for are is this person making me comfortable? Meaning, are they judging me? Can I talk about what I wanna talk about? Can I really show my personality to this person when making a new friend? And then can this person make me laugh? And I think that goes back also into, are they making me comfortable where I can be myself, where I can just let loose and laugh about anything? And then is that person kind of reciprocating that energy, making me feel good and making them feel good too? Okay, Jessica, I got one more question for you. What are ways that you are a good friend to your friends? So I guess this connects back to everything I do as a social worker, but I think the best way that I'm a good friend to my friends is just listening to them. Um, we all go through our own stuff. We all kind of have our bad days. And so for my friends, it's really important to just check in on them and be like, hey, like, how are you doing? Do you want to talk to me? Even if it's not talking, if it's going and getting coffee or going and getting food, just listening to listening to each other, validating each other, our emotions, our experiences. I think that's the best way that I'm a good friend to my friends. And then also kind of having that reciprocated to me is really important as well. Um, but I think the best way that I am a good friend is just listening to them and just having good conversation. Communication and friendships is important. And with communication comes being a great listener. Okay, today I have here one of my coworkers who work closely with me, Tara, I'm gonna allow Tara a moment to introduce herself and tell us what she do here at Sarah's Inn. Hey, Tara. Hi, gentle. So yes, my name is Tara. I am a prevention educator. Been here about a year, so it's going great. That is wonderful. Tara works closely here with me because I too am a prevention educator. And we, I have to say, we have a good time in our job. Talking to youth is always a fun and you get a lot of unexpected comments, oh, too. Sure. A lot of comments, yeah. we'd be like, what are you saying? You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> so that's why we thought it would be cool by asking staff the questions that we ask youth about friends. So here's the first question. When making new friends, what do you look for? It is so much different than from when I was a teenager. I think when I was younger, I looked for people who were exactly like me. We had the same interests. We laughed at the same jokes. You know, we had very similar hobbies, very similar activities. And I do appreciate that now. But as an adult, I look more for if I vibe with this person well, if they can be vulnerable with me. We appreciate our differences in our friendship. We celebrate each other. We support each other. So it's less about what common interests we have and more about how we are compatible and how we can help each other grow. Do you think you are more willing to forgive your friends than partner? 
I think I am more willing to forgive my friends. Um, reason being is, especially as an adult, finding a good friend is really difficult. I feel like the older you get, the harder it is to start a new healthy friendship that you can maintain as you're growing and you're changing and you're learning. Um, dating or finding a partner can be difficult as well. However, you need your support system if that relationship were to end. You need, you know, your village. You need your people when it's not going well. And even if you do have a partnership and things are going well, you need your friends around you to support you, to have, you know, people to do things with um, when you need to break away from your partner. So I think it's really important for me um, that I don't prioritize my romantic relationships over my friendships. I really need my friends in my life and I really value and appreciate those people that I have in my support system. Wow, what a fun episode talking about friendships. We know that friendships are very important no matter your age or whether you're a kid, a teen, or adult. By surveying our staff, we realized that we have a lot of similarities and how we navigate friendships. Pretty much, we're not much different than a sixth grade student trying to make friends. We do realize that the pandemic has changed a lot when it comes to friendships. We do have a lot of online relationships or friendships now, as well as just kind of getting back into being in person with your friends is hard to navigate. So teens, kids, parents, we're all going through this and it looks similar for all of us. So support your kids and your students in making friendships, as well as support yourself in making friendships and friendship breakups. It can be very, very difficult. Special thanks to all of Sarah's and staff for completing this form. This was so fun and we do appreciate you for completing the form. Also a special thanks to Natalie, Tara, Jessica, and Miriam for joining me on this episode, for being able to um, talk about their friendships. Thank you so much for that. Again, if you want to hear more from us, you can visit us at sarahsantv.org. If you want to know more about Sarah's Inn and what we do, you can visit us at sarahsinn.org. Again, we want to hear from you. We want you to listen to our episodes and have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekday, weekend. doesn't matter whenever you listen to it. Remember to take care of yourself because you are important. This has been an episode with Sarah's NTV. Talk to you soon. I'm Gentle with Prevention. Later. Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Sarah Zen podcast today. I'm Katie Hickman, the Director of Development at Sarah Zen. 
I would like to invite you to join us on Saturday, October 16th for Stand Tall with Sarah Zinn. Stand Tall is our annual fundraising event, which will be held at the Oak Park Country Club. The evening will include a short presentation on Sarah's in prevention programming and the youth committee. Join us to show your support for Sarah's in and learn more about how to end the cycle of domestic violence within the community. Event information and safety protocols are available at sarahzin.org. We hope to see you there.